Hello and welcome to Good For You. Good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. The podcast about the things we ghosted, the purchases that haunt us, and best products, services, and industry happenings in the wellness, well-being, and spiritual space. We're going to give you a healthy little dose of fun. We're going to talk about the things that are happening in pop culture, the ones that got away, the things in our cart that are haunting us or ghosting us, our strong opinions that are loosely held. <laughs> we like to call this the Grex. The group text. The group text in your ear. So come say hello. Join us in the audio Grex, where friends don't let friends get, get scammed. scammed. Hey, Wallace. (laughs) Hey, what up, what up? I'm really excited about today's guest because we have talked about Ness on the podcast before and we're finally getting some of the answers <laughs> that, we, <laughs> that we hope to get about Ness, the credit card that gives you points when you indulge, maybe not even indulge, when you support your own well, well-being and wellness. Yes. We talked about this with our lovely friend, Lauren Haynes of Wooden Spoon Herbs. And I remember when when she brought it up, you had heard of it. I hadn't heard of it. And right away, I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm skeptical of these. <laughs> because I feel like this has been a really interesting year for neo banks, fintech, <laughs> yes. whatever, crypto, yep. all of this stuff. Like There seems to be a new card promising some new utopian future while spending every other month. So I was immediately like, "Mm, I don't know about this, but okay, open to it, ready to be convinced. (laughs) And it was really such a pleasure to speak to Derek because there is something that really translates through just the way that he shows up, definitely his intelligence, but like his vibe, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. He really seems like he knows exactly what he's doing, not only because he's been in this industry working in health and wellness for so long, but also because he's very clear on his like values and what he sees for the future. And he has kids. And I think that really helps. <laughs> I'm always like, I trust you a little bit more that you are helping raise some kids right now. <laughs> it is kind of funny, isn't it? When someone's married, maybe, or has a long-term partner, and when they have kids, I'm like, okay, someone trusts you. Like, Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and I have met so many tech people, people mm-hmm. who've raised a lot of money. And I think at this point, we can probably both get a, a, sen- a sense of, um, you know, the type of people people that we maybe don't want to hang out with, who we maybe don't super trust, (laughs) Um, (laughs) who are really good at hyping up a product, right? And and raising money, but maybe like don't put their whole bussy into what they believe in. And like, Mm -hmm. they're just in it for the cash and for, I don't know, the credentials. And I think Derek is cut from a different cloth. He's really cool, really smart. He, you know, he started Greatest, a website that he ended up selling a couple years ago. And I love that he started from a place of wanting to understand health and wellness from a more scientific perspective. Um, because I think that's, that's sort of rare. It was sort of rare in the wellness space a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And mm-hmm. now he's, I mean, potentially if Ness becomes the big company, you know, billion dollar company that they're trying to create, what they're doing effectively is sort of categorizing what is considered well-being and wellness and contributes to your health and what potentially doesn't. And we talk a lot about that in this episode. 
amongst many other things. It's really fun. I think you guys are going to love it. And I honestly, I'm like, <laughs> let's add this credit card to my my giant wallet of credit cards. Like, I can't wait to get my Nest card. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just about to be like, but spoiler alert. Starbucks did not make it onto the points. <laughs> not yet, but you know what? They might. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? They might be convinced. <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting to also hear Derek talk about who makes it, why they make it, and who doesn't. And, you know, we got to drag Starbucks a little bit, but hey. <laughs> Wait, can I have a side tangent very quickly with a Starbucks sex unique scam? Please. But from a consumer perspective? Okay. So personally, I'm a fan of Starbucks. Love it. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> no. Huge fan. <laughs> yeah, huge fan. And you know, you get stars if you have the Starbucks app. So you get like 50 stars, 25 stars, whatever. Okay. If you want to get a free coffee, like pretty much every day for the rest of your life using your stars. Stars like from the cash app or their own system? <laughs> from their own system, the Starbucks app. Okay. Because the cash app stars, I'm fully like indoctrinated into that game. Like I now only go to places that give me stars now. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I, I, I don't even have the cash app. Okay. Okay. So with the Starbucks app, you can get these, you can get free stuff, right? Based on your stars. So there are different... Like if you get a latte, that's like 125 stars or something, right? So if you have 125 stars, you can redeem them, get a free latte. All right. You can get a cafe misto and put anything you want in it. You can do five shots of espresso. You can do pumpkin syrup. You can do whipped cream. You can make it anything you want, grande. And it's only 50 stars because it's a cafe misto. It's amazing. It's the best hack of all time because you can get like an $8 drink for free. And it's only it only costs 50 stars. So that is my Starbucks hack for anyone out there who's looking to get a crazy drink for free if you have 50 stars on the Starbucks app. Oh, okay. That is a good hack. Right? But yeah, that's interesting. I don't have a hack for the cash app stars. I mean, I'm suspicious of all of these because I'm like, there's no way that we're at a disadvantage. Either way, we're spending more money. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. <laughs> There's no way that we are the winners here. <laughs> but what are the cash app stars? I don't have cash app. Well, I didn't even have, you don't even need to have cash app. I guess you do need an account connected to your phone number. But basically because Square bought cash app, everywhere where you see a Square checkout. Yeah. What yeah. are those things called? I forget. iPad. There's an iPad. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> Wherever you see a Square iPad, basically the hint is they're using Square, therefore they're using Cash App, therefore you get stars and you can check in. And it's their reward system for you going there. And it's probably similar to Starbucks. Like you spend a certain amount of money, you get a certain amount of copper moons is what they call them at. Yes, at Moon Juice. Mm -hmm. And so people have different names for them, but mostly they're just stars. And I don't know, I've gone to enough, I feel like coffee shops where a free matcha, I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has really affected me thinking like, well, if my money isn't going to go towards more stars, why would I go to this cafe? Yeah, it's it's like the original stamp card. Exactly. Except for now that it's connected to your phone, you don't forget to take it out of your wallet and get it stamped so that you're not missing your free massage, which I would never get a free massage because I would always forget <laughs> it. Now it's just connected. Brilliant. So I appreciate it. Thank you, technology. 
Thank you, technology. And this is a great lead in to Ness because this is exactly what Ness, Derek's company is trying to do. They're trying to reward us for spending on health and wellness to encourage more of that. And if you're already spending in that category anyways, why not be rewarded for that? So we will let Derek pitch you on it. But we're really excited for the beta. It's supposed to be coming out soon. We're on the wait list. If you're not on the wait list, you can get on it. And I mean, Derek has access to some pretty sexy, unique scams behind this company for a while. So he's going to reveal what's in his haunted cart, some sexy, unique scams. Tell us a little bit more about Ness. He's great. You're going to love him. So without further ado, here's Derek. Like we're we're warmed up now because we we all trauma bonded over that. Yeah, that is my favorite way to bond. (laughs) (laughs) Like any good startup. Or is it the only way to bond? Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, that that's very startup of you. Very yeah, startup yeah you think it's you. about, like, shared identities <laughs> and about, you know, like, liking the same hobbies. You're wrong. It's about shared trauma. <laughs> that's what a real culture fit is. And that's why we're so focused on building a culture that enables shared trauma. No, that is the complete opposite of what we're trying to, try to do. <laughs> well, we're besties now by that. Yeah, <laughs> there right. you go. By that model. Um, it's so nice to finally meet you. I've known Sarah for a really long time, probably 10 years. And I remember she was telling me about your daily Google Doc routine. I don't know if you still do this, but it was like your itinerary of the day. And she was like, my friend Derek does this and he's the most successful person I know. Well, first, (laughs) uh, I know I've known Sarah for longer than you because we went to middle school. Yeah, it's not a competition, but Uh, (laughs) in this case, um, (laughs) And uh, I do actually every single day, I know I do it in Evernote, but I have a completely insane agenda for my day every single day where I plan and prep everything out and know both of your life stories and uh, so that I can go into every room and trick myself into feeling like I'm in some semblance of control. It's obviously like just an ego thing. I'm not fully sure why I do it, but it brings me comfort. So I've committed to it profoundly. Wow, that's cool. Okay, I'm like, what's your astrology? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we need the Scorpio details. Or Capricorn, or what's You'll your what's your never deal? guess? <laughs> Are you it's a Leo? Oh, you're <laughs> I'm definitely. <yeah. laughs> you don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely a very, very much. I'm like a very organized Leo. You know, Leos are don't have to be unorganized, but they're the sun, man. You're just like you just love to shine. That's, that for you. That's that's me. I'm trying to shine. Yes. <laughs> Now that I've, we've officially Wait, met. I feel like I should know your astrological signs, but that was not in my agenda, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, seriously, didn't read One of you oh. is definitely a Virgo, and one <laughs> of you is, I actually called someone a Cancer, but I meant it as like, you're probably a Cancer. And they were like... Oh. <laughs> as in like, you're toxic? Because I love that's to tell not people, what like, I, you're a Cancer in this organization. That's not what I meant. <laughs> that's not what I meant. But it's that's the kind of direct feedback that you work <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Scared trauma. You're all Cancers. Yeah. Clear is kind. Let's just get to the bottom of this. Jeez. This is like the complete opposite of how I try to have a culture, but I'm glad we're starting in a terrible place so that we can come up above yes. all that noise. We like to and... put the bar on the floor. Maybe yeah. even like subterranean. Yeah. The you know, floor subterranean. is very low and the ceiling is hard to reach. Yeah. Well, for our lovely listeners out there who do not know, about your wonderful company. Can you tell us about the Ness and what the Ness does? 
Yeah, well, Ness has been talked about based on how many times I've heard your podcast every time, uh, which I just <laughs> love that y'all are always talking about Ness. Uh, Basically obsessed. Yeah. At Ness, we're building the next great credit card company and we're doing it health first, not travel first. And so the idea is we've kind of built an entirely different like way to think about your credit cards where we reward you for spending on the right stuff and doing the right healthy activities with more healthy stuff and healthy activities. And so that's the kind of like idea in a very simple sense. And we're uh, launching our first card at the end of the year, which we're very excited about. It'll be a big premium card competing with Chase. Sapphire Reserve. Wow. Okay. I have that and, one. And yeah. I can't wait so to get this, another credit card. I'm yeah. Like, well, have I got the credit card for you? Uh, oh <laughs> and uh, we're really excited about it. Working with an amazing set of brands and we have an amazing just experience that drives healthy actions, which is sort of our like ultimate mission. And we're hoping to launch a whole series of consumer cards at ex- sort of increasingly accessible price points. Our first one will not be very accessible at $399. But the vision and my personal mission has always been around making it so that everyone can afford to be healthy. And so that's that's the long-term vision. We're hoping this is our wedge into both getting everyone cheaper wellness, but also ultimately we want to sell people health insurance that will actually pay for their wellness. So that's the kind of crazy long-term idea and what we're going after. But first we got to build like a credit card company and, you know, we'll get no there. small change. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is very ambitious. Uh, and we, uh, you know, I'm a Leo. So what am I going to be? Not ambitious. Uh-huh. I embrace your Leo ambition and I love it. Also, I just have to say you raised a shit ton of money for a seed round. Yeah. Like, how are you doing emotionally, spiritually? Are you well? There's lots Um, of of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, it is true. It is true. Uh, Raising a lot of money does put a lot of pressure on you. Uh, I believe you've been at companies that have raised more money and that's maybe led to more pressure. We're taking a big swing. Not everyone actually wants to take a very big swing when it comes to building a business. I learned from my first company, we effectively ended up being like a second base hit. Like I don't fully understand sports ball, but I understand that that's halfway. Like there came a point at which we sort of, you know, our ambitions shifted and it was more about like getting on base. And I learned that if you're playing the game of venture capital, you should take wild swings to hit a home run. And so we are absolutely doing that. We're going to build either uh, the Amex competitor or we're going to build nothing. And that is not, I don't recommend that for most people. That is definitely not, frankly, probably the smart way to build most businesses. But in this case, to make the difference I want to make, like, I think it's the only way in. So that's why we raised all that money. And we're going to raise a lot more. Yeah. I mean, you have to. (laughs) Yeah. You can't raise less. Um, Right. Yeah. That's part of it. I mean, you're like, you're setting yourself up for a hundred billion dollar valuation, not a, you know. From your mouth to, I don't know, some venture capitalist lips or something. That's right. Well, actually, I have a direct line to God. It's it's really from my lips to God's ears. So it's all God, God is a partner at Andreessen, right? So and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, obviously, <laughs> just writing checks Alanis, to Alanis Adam. Morissette. I thought it was God. Is that wrong? I mean, apparently, according to Andreessen, it's Adam Newman. So it's, you, you never know. Yeah. Yikes! My entrepreneur icon. There he is. <laughs> yeah, we work is doing great. Yeah. Well, you know, I I wonder if anyone's really thought about re just reframing them as like it's not just a co working space, but it's actually like way more. You know, it's like it's, it's like a, a lifestyle, maybe, or like maybe not, I wouldn't even say just a lifestyle. I would say it's like a whole new redefinition of life itself. Yeah, I just think you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just a new way to live. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice co-working space. We're fans of Second Home. I don't know if you've yeah. heard of it. Actually, you should because this is in your space, but mm-hmm. it's a wellness-focused co-working space. Where? In New York? London, Portugal, and LA. And, yeah, um, Lisbon. They're in- incredible. They're wow. opening in New York, actually. I did manage to get when that When do they come to Austin is the real question. Oh, is Have that where you, you guys Austin, are based? Texas? That is no, where never, I'm I've never heard of Austin, Texas. I don't. It's, I'm actually not familiar. Uh, it's kind of like the LA of Texas, wow, in that really? everyone who lives in LA moved here. <laughs> the, uh, I've heard uh, it's yeah. like really weird, right? <laughs> well, you got to keep it weird. It's the key. Uh, yeah, I, I we've actually moved a couple years ago, along with all of LA and San Francisco, and uh, we love it. And I want a second home. Stat. Mm. Also, great name. Love the name. name. Really, I, the name. I mean, I know there's a, I know of about a bunch of the wellness co-working spaces, but I haven't heard of that one. That sounds like the one. It's cool. We it we we went on a, a vast hunt in LA for a co-working mm-hmm. space that didn't give us depression, and it was really hard to find one. And Second Home was basically the only one that existed. So right, so and it's cheap out. too, right? I'm sure. Mm. It's so cheap, <laughs> so affordable. <laughs> Just like all these co-working uh, spaces. Yeah. Wellness, but we can wellness is pricey. Can, we could put it mm. on our next credit card. We could get Too some pricey. points. That's what I love yes. to hear. And, and then, so, you know. Sounds like a good partnership for the <laughs> Nest card. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. do you determine what is healthy? And oh, well, you never ask. I'm just dying to know. Oh, so the short answer is very broadly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of our co-founders is a double board certified psychiatrist. Her name is Dr. Christina Gerdes. She's fierce and amazing. And she helped us shape the earliest sort of definition of what healthy means and how that applies to kind of our da- various categories. And so included in those categories are things like self-care and restoration. It includes obviously healthcare. And of course, it includes like moving and eating. But we have a pretty broad definition. Like if you get a mani-pedi, we'll give you points. If you go to Whole Foods, we'll give you points. Uh, All groceries are included. If you, the obvious ones, like, you know, you like go get healthy food, that makes sense. Chipotle is on the list, I believe. There's some debate over that, but we ended up going with it. Then the ones that have been the toughest actually is around coffee shops and apparel. Like Mm. what apparel and coffee shops are healthy. And so we kind of, we come up with very like specific, we like go over it. We come up with very specific sort of beliefs and we'll publish all those beliefs when the card is public. And each one of those says, you know, like the coffee shop has to be focused not on like frappuccinos mm-hmm. uh, or like, you know, sugar based like beverages, nothing wrong against one on occasion, uh, but more on sort of espresso based drinks. And mm-hmm. the apparel has to have a certain mission, right? Where they're actually legitimately like interested in actually making a good, healthy change in the world. But it is hard. And the wellness, mm-hmm. I think now is, you know, 10 years ago when I started Greatest, um, which is my last company, like wellness was very different and it didn't have quite the same like shine as it does today, right? Like it's not just enough to say, oh, also we're healthy. And so it was a little easier. Now it's a little trickier. Like people are just creating like wellness brands that they, you know, like rebrand chocolate with. So <laughs> so yeah. Starbucks got a hard pass, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Look, I love Starbucks, but it does not generate points on Ness, unfortunately. Yeah. Not healthy points, at least. We have a thesis at Holisticism that wellness is actually sort of dead, like that it was a Mm -hmm. pseudo event. And that because it's become in the last couple of years, which I think is a good thing, 
more holistic, like everything contributes mm-hmm. to our well-being. The category has sort of like split off and changed and sort of gotten a little, I don't know, diluted, I guess, or, or opaque. Hard to Because agree. anything can be wellness. Anything can contribute to your well-being. Like a great yeah. bottle of wine shared with friends can contribute to your well-being. So I imagine yeah. trying to make those hard delineations that might even feel prescriptive can be mm-hmm. really challenging. It's really hard, which yeah. is why we bring in like, you know, like actual like experts and practitioners to help guide that. But at greatest, this was one of our biggest debates was what is healthy. And there was a period where we were just celebrating like healthy choices, right? So like the idea being it's just like healthier choice at a time sort of, but it's really tough to your point, right? I used to have always this debate about the donut, which is like, is a donut healthy? And the answer is like, it's so rarely about the what, but it's about the why. And I could give Mm -hmm. you a place in which, right? Like I just, I don't know, ran a triathlon and I love donuts and like, I would love a donut, you know, or even like I had something happen and I am not like eating my grief, but I'm actually like treating myself in like an appropriate way. Those are both like healthy examples where a donut is healthy. Is a donut healthy on its own? I mean, like, there are less healthy things, but like there are also more unhealthy things. So it's really tricky. Um, totally. It's like one of the hardest things to define, I think. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to define it and help guide people, which is what's hard. If you just assume it's all like none of it matters. <laughs> you yeah. Because <know>, <laughs> some of it does matter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it goes back to like a person's mindset and relationship. And ideally, like it sounds like that's what you all are trying to do is make people think about their choices and mm-hmm. and reward and incentivize the right ones, which like mm-hmm. in the hopes that it will drive more good things mm-hmm. and more of like the other spent towards that effectively, right? right? Like we, that's our kind of like, we think that's one of the unique ways that we're approaching this, but we think of it in this like really holistic way, which few people do. Most people, when they yeah. think of health and wellness, think of of not holisticism, I understand, but Mm -hmm. like eating salad and Mm -hmm. like running a lot. That's still (laughs) generally true how people perceive it. But like crystals can be wellness if, Mm -hmm. you know, you believe that they make a difference for you. Yeah. And uh, good for you. We think like consumption can sometimes be wellness in a way, the way that we consume and what we think about and also like how we basically confirm our identity through what we buy or don't buy. All of that contributes to our well-being in some way if we think about it. So it's a little so true. It's murky, but that's also why we can have podcasts and companies exploring it. How do you guys keep up with all the trends and like the emerging markets that are happening within mm-hmm. the sort of like adjacent or just like ballooned wellness space? I'm thinking about yeah. like non-alcoholic beverages or even low alcohol beverages. Like how do you manage to keep up with that? And how do you think you're going to project to keep up with that? I mean, the short answer is like it's impossible to keep up with all of it. But I'd like to think we should be able to do it better than most. The two things we're doing right now, we have a publication called The Nessie like Ness, oh, Loch Ness, we the, the Ness. We subscribe. So we've got the email. Those are That's Nessie sighting. So that's like the cutting edge. So our unbelievable, like one of the best editors I've ever worked with, Melanie, is the one sort of like curating and finding a lot of that stuff. And increasingly, mm-hmm. our community sends us the stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so that helps us kind of be on like the front lines. Then we've got this publication that does like more really in-depth sort of wire cutter style reviews. So we can actually like go through all the options and recommend kind of like our like best hits sort of for what you 
you should do. And get that and SEO. That's all about that SEO. <laughs> and we've actually been growing really nicely and and good because like we're doing really in-depth objective reviews, which like is important, I think, yeah. when you're trying to find things like the best booty band, which is currently uh, <laughs> ranking for us. is not okay. something I've ever searched for myself, but... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, except professionally, uh, <laughs> <laughs> except professionally, uh, I swear. But yeah, and so that's we see it as like we're putting content out there in the world to help guide people and people who want to be guided in this way, discovering the newest stuff or finding the best. Maybe just maybe we'll have some interest in a credit card that rewards them when they purchase any of that stuff. And then as we gather and sort of like learn about what people are spending on, we can also learn from those trends too. Like we have a rewards app we launched about six months ago with it's an invite only uh, rewards app, which really means that we just like are giving points for free away. So like we didn't want to, you know, just hemorrhage cash as we discussed the burden of raising a lot of money. But so like we have. $50 million that's been spent in this app from just this 4,000 people and a wait list wow. of 40,000 trying to get in. But like 4,000 people spent $50 million in this app and we've learned a lot from their spending. So when we see something we haven't seen before, we like look into it, right? And mm -hmm. you'd imagine with our card members as they request points to things we've never heard of, we'll, we'll be able to keep up with some of the like kind of newer, cooler stuff. But it's hard and everything is wellness, right? And nothing is wellness. Exactly. What's, <laughs> bang, bang, been boom. The, what's been the most interesting thing that's popped up that surprised you all on the app that people are like frothing over? People really want coffee shops to be healthy. That's like, <laughs> like yes. God damn it, make this Rappuccino worth it. <laughs> yeah. One, one of our members requests, we have like a thing that if we haven't given you points, you can like request a healthy, healthy points and we will, and you have to pick the category. And so this one user continues to the same <laughs> coffee <user>. shop, constantly <laughs> requests the same one and just switch up the categories as if like we have a thousand person team is like looking at these things and they'll be confused. It's like, like nah. this time it's going to work. Yeah. I know. Persistence <laughs> is key. It, I will say people really want to justify their actions yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or get validation for them. Yeah. What about like, um, do you see a lot of like CBD and like weed shops, stuff like that, that people are trying to sort of put into the category of wellness? Yeah. And I think we've given up on that and we just <laughs> say yes. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know how I, I feel like personally feel about CBD, but fine. Yeah, whatever. A lot of people seem to get relief from it, whether it is yeah, yeah, exactly. placebo, it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, but where do you draw the line on the placebo yeah. thing? Right. You know, like whether crystals are real or not, like the mm -hmm. impact is real that people feel. And so yeah. like, great by me, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna fight that, you know, like greatest is so heavily science based here a little bit. It's, it's like science shaped, but also like consumer perception. Consumer and it, it does matter, right? Obviously, yeah. like if everyone thinks Jamba juice is healthy, right? <laughs> like, should we take a look at Jamba juice? Mm -hmm. And the answer is like, Jamba juice ain't healthy, but like, is juice press healthy? Right. I was going to say, Fine and if, if you live in a, let's say a place that's not a food desert, but and that's like the only have. option you have. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It, the I only thing. At, yeah, totally. I worked at Thrive Market um, when it was first getting started. And that was mm -hmm. a big thing that we were, we would talk about often is like, okay, someone's ordering chips, you know, for their free, we would do one for one memberships and someone's ordering chips and like macaroni and cheese and it should should we like create boundaries for what they can order for free? And it's like, well, no, at least they're choosing something better than Kraft macaroni and cheese, right? And like, yeah, and 
so yeah. much healthier. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the branding. I know. It's funny. Like, I have a I have a one and a half year old daughter now. Her name is Isla. She's perfect. Oh, and congratulations. like, I'm I'm you. about to give birth <gasps> in like two weeks. Literally about to pop. Yeah. Congrats! You're <laughs> first. You. Second. First. First, 40, no. fourth. Oh, first. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just want to make sure I didn't presume. Um, okay. So first daughter, son, do you know? Son. Yeah. We're having so a boy. Fun. Exciting. Yeah. Well, you're going to love it. I mean, not all parts of it are you going to love is my <laughs> guess, but uh, most of it is amazing. And I, you know, at least from my perspective, um, which is a one perspective, but yeah, we've loved it so much that we're doing it again. My wife is also pregnant with our second daughter and uh, who's due at the end of this year, not in a couple of weeks, Gosh. but Aww. it's, it's a real, what I, what I was going to say, besides mm. that's so exciting, congrats, is that wait till you see all the healthy stuff for kids. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like full of lies, right? <laughs> yeah. And yet it's like, it's healthy for kids, no sugar. And then I look at it, I'm like, oh, aspartame. You mean fake sugar? Like that feels the wrong direction for my child. And But then if you keep sugar away from your kids, like they might develop a complex. And so it's right. like really tricky. It's like a new filter in some ways on all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And my daughter isn't old enough to like also judge me on what I eat. So like, I don't know <laughs> how she's going to judge the Sour Patch Kids nights, you know? <laughs> what do you feel like the experience now of having a kid and also witnessing women's health throughout this process of caring? It's a profound and terrible shit show. And yeah. uh, I can't believe women exist. Like, it's like... <laughs> Like so unbelievable. <laughs> My wife is so cool and does everything. And like, I don't understand. Like, I just genuinely don't get how anyone can birth a human body. And then like a few months later, be like, now I'm going to take care of that kid and go back to school and right. like deal with all your shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Very, if you don't come out of that process as, as a partner in like mm-hmm. awe, you are not paying attention. <laughs> That's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. And I was already in awe of my wife. Um, I'll be totally honest, but definitely the kid thing's crazy. Does it affect how you think about, you were talking about the future plans of Ness around healthcare. How has that informed your like big picture vision for what you would like to see in that kind of realm? It's a great question. You know, I like, I worry about all these like little things now with the baby, right? Like, is she going to adapt to the bed or whatever? But I think I'd be lying if I told you I've spent enough time really considering like what the future looks like. I do think we are in a particularly like weird moment in our history where like NBA players are talking about like anti-Semitic documentaries and feeling defensive that people are asking them about it. Like, I just feel like we're in this like very bizarre moment in life where certain like opinions have been emboldened. And so... I worry. I mean, I, you know, I you can't change everything. And so I try very hard to like, what is, I feel very blessed to have learned at an early moment in my life, like what I think I'm here to do. And I will say that having a baby has shaped that in some ways, right? Maybe expanded that. But I definitely felt from a very early moment that this health thing is where I want to play. Like, and I think the opportunity to make health like more accessible for people and more affordable now, which is a part of accessibility, of course, is so crucial. Like, greatest was really about talking about health in a healthier way. I grew up a big mm-hmm. kid and I felt like everything was for like people with six pack abs already and Gwyneth Paltrow and nothing was for people who like didn't and weren't. And really the things that were out there were trying to take advantage of people who didn't and weren't. 
Mm-hmm. And so there was like nothing in between, it felt to me, that like depicted real people just trying and like celebrated people and they just got better and like empowered them to improve. And so that was like the belief behind Greatest. But after we sold Greatest in 2019, I just like, couldn't shake this notion that no matter how friendly and accessible you make health and wellness, it's expensive as hell, you yeah. know? And why is it so expensive? And, you know, there's a lot of reasons, but like, shouldn't mm-hmm. someone help us? like afford it as a people, given people have never wanted it more and experts have never agreed it's more important. Mm -hmm. And so that's what like really drove me to start this company. And like, will we change the world in this way that I'm hoping? And I I hope, you know, like hopefully, but I do think making an impact definitely takes on a new meaning when it's not Mm -hmm. just for your own like selfish ambition and is also about making a difference in the world for like your future family. Like that's Mm -hmm. so crazy. I mean word everything you said (laughs) and to take it even a little further i just also wonder a lot about consumption and the sort of like consumption that goes along with the wellness world yeah that's so pushed on us and obviously what it's hard when we're launching a credit card by the way like that is so tough that's what i'm getting out yeah Mm -hmm. you think about it a lot like we don't want to just reward people for spending more like what kind of a what kind of what's the point of that and so you know we think like spending on better stuff or spending better makes sense but yeah yeah, we worry about a lot i will say when we did our consumer research the number Mm -hmm. one thing people wanted us to help them with was discovery of new products and services like it is like people are craving new things We are consumers. Like, I don't know whether it's like, it's just like a human thing, like that we just want to find new things and discover them. We're just chasing novelty. A hundred percent. I forget who said it. It was probably Scott Galloway or somebody kind of like that who said like Mm. Google, Apple, Amazon, they're really fulfilling a lot of our basic human instincts. And usually that falls in line with Amazon and Apple when it's like search for or Google search for novelty or quest yeah. for knowledge in general. So I think that curation mm-hmm. and discovery is never going to go out. And I think as the internet becomes increasingly niche and complex and kind of like siloed and bifurcated in different ways, that will always be something people will look for. I think it's really interesting to me, like how much has changed in the last 10 years around like who's doing the curating. Mm-hmm. So, right. So greatest was basically like among the last broad mainstream brands, basically in health. Yeah. Um, and that really hurt us because yeah. essentially like, who do you want to learn from? Again, look, I think we, I'm very proud of the brand we built and the role we played. And I feel like we presented a much healthier alternative to like the women's health and men's health and self and shape of the world, you know, mm-hmm. but like when it comes down to it, we could never really super serve anyone. We were never really talking in your voice. There's probably someone on the internet in influencer form that speaks better to you. And so as more and more brands started to work with influencers instead of us, I kind of was like, I get it. <laughs> I kind of was like, I understand because the influencers yeah. actually have influence and it's because the internet has just gotten so loud and there's so much noise. And so the curation now, if I can choose who curates stuff for me, I want the person who speaks to me the best. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's something that like, 
you know, we at NAS obviously are handling in a different way. We're not trying to be an influencer, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's something I think about a lot. It's like, where does the influencer thing end? And I think the answer is like, there is no end. Like, it's just like, that's actually yeah. how we're like using the internet essentially to replicate something that's existed for a very long time. Totally. And if anything, it's actually letting like more diverse voices and perspectives and opinions shine through. I don't always agree with some of those opinions and perspectives. Yeah. And so you'd hope that there's some check on that. I don't know. It's hard. You don't want to place too much of a check on any who gets to make the checks. I think it's been the democratizing of celebrity in so many ways. Like that's how I see influencers in, in many ways. It's not really anything new. And about time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it, I don't know, you see the really ugly parts of the internet, but it's a, a way to see a little bit more of culture and what's going on through that. Is partnering with influencers a big part of your launch strategy? Is that something that you guys are taking? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, what else is <laughs> yes. there? <laughs> yes. Huge. Yeah, seriously. Ser- seriously. I like winning games that, and so I try to play the games that I can win. Yeah. And like, we're not going to win mm-hmm. against Amex and Chase in, no. uh, you know, paid search and social. Honestly, I don't think anyone really wins in paid search and social anymore. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, influencers, you know, who love our message. And mm-hmm. uh, we did a bunch of tests on that earlier this year with that app I mentioned, and it went tremendously well. And the concern, right, is that you have all these people like hawking detox tea. And so like, what do you do with that? Really, the mm-hmm. FCC is going to like levy fines? Like, that's not the solution. So is it the platform's job? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is the consumer's job to know better. Mm-hmm. That's tough, you know, and Hard so that's what you, that's hard when you lose these, like, you know, like, like something to lose brands that are trying to appeal to more people. They have to play it more safe. They have to like check things and verify them. Mostly turns out they were all just paid for and sponsored, but fine. Like we didn't know that. <laughs> like, so, you know, now you're talking about these influencers who are also paid for and sponsored often, but like you, I worry about sometimes like the science, the truth. Well, I mean, again, that's also something that's not necessarily new, too. If you look at the history of even just the written word and newspaper, like fake news, not that it it isn't an issue right now, but it has been something we've been trying to grapple with since the beginning of distributed media. So it's a complicated situation. But speaking of hawking, we really want to get to our sexy, unique scam segment. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time. It works every time. That doesn't make sense. Yes, I'm ready for the scammer stand. Okay, great. Yes. I also have a haunted card. I came prepared. (gasps) Yes. So uh, (laughs) what is your sexy, unique scam? The big one for me is healthy foods, basically. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Okay. Just like small one. (laughs) Pseudo 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 healthy foods. Okay. Let's see. I love magic spoon this like yes. protein healthy oh, protein yeah. oh, cereal we're, we're familiar yep yeah and mm-hmm. like i i will say that probably my biggest claim to fame is i convinced the founder of magic spoon not to call them discos because i told him people would call them disgusting and he like yeah, never no. could get that out of his head <laughs> yeah because uh, they're little disco balls yeah i'm with you right. so Naming you're welcome matters. society yep. <laughs> um but like i love it and i know 
that it is healthier than the alternative. But like, I haven't eaten cereal since I was 12 years old, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I have this like very mixed emotion about like healthy granola. Like I would yeah. never eat granola, but I mm-hmm. love healthy granola, but mm-hmm. healthy granola is not healthy. So right. I really struggle with it. Even athletic brewing, which I like a lot. Like recently I've been getting into, this is like the no alcohol beer. The only mm-hmm. like one that's I think really any good. And it's like, I'm just drinking calories for like a slightly less good beer. (laughs) Why Why is like alcohol the bad thing necessary? Like the thing that we've vilified. Yeah. It's so bizarre, right? uh, Yeah. Caloric intake or like, why do either of them need to be vilified period? Yeah. And there's like this, you know, the thing that I keep coming back to is like a lot of people's frustration with health is that it keeps going back and forth. Eggs are bad for me. Eggs are not bad for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, look, we learn new information and we apply it as best we can. You know, we thought sugar was the problem, right? We thought fat was the problem. So we took fat out of everything. Then it turns out maybe sugar is worse. We Now we're taking everything is keto, you know? And then now like the next big one, I think is going to be seed oils. That's definitely like the next, that's definitely like the next one. Influencers hate seed oils. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And so like, but I think there's some like interesting, like it's pretty compelling evidence, honestly, but seed oil yeah. is in everything. Mm-hmm. And so now yeah. we're going to get like no seed oil companies, you know? Yeah. And the problem is like, whenever you take something out, you have to put something back in. Right. And I always think with healthy foods, I'm like, how much processing went into this thing? Because oh, the yeah. processing is what freaks me out. Like, a lot. Eh. I don't, I don't know if I want but that. It's, but it's keto friendly. So who cares, <laughs> yes, right? My husband right. is keto for, he has a brain tumor. So he follows a keto diet for health purposes. And mm-hmm. he's obsessed with the cereal called Catalina Crunch. It's kind of like yeah. a magic spoon. Yeah. I swear to God, like half of our monthly budget goes to fucking Catalina Crunch. Uh, <laughs> he goes through like a bag every two days. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, man. I know it doesn't have sugar in it, but yeah. it can't what be else good is in for there? you. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Again, that's something I think a lot about with the kiddo, right? And like mm-hmm. how, like, I think we're cool parents. Like we're not obsessing <laughs> over everything, right? I don't think that like helps. But at the same time, I'm like, this like processed cheese stick we're giving her like <laughs> it, what what is happening with this you're like <laughs> you know? what is this potato right. oil why has it been sitting there for three weeks without yeah. like rotting in any way shape or form yeah. that's yeah. why cow's milk is back yeah cow's milk is back it's true mm-hmm. with a vengeance sorry lactose intolerant people yeah. <laughs> you're screwed yeah cool kids are drinking oat milk. oat milk is like an amazing brand study and like oh yeah you know, wellness it's totally. so fascinating it was like people were kind of like stepping away from from dairy here comes mm-hmm. oat milk it has oat in the name it's like terrible for you but yeah. like it's it so is, bad for you it, it has is delicious rape seed oil like who are we kidding oh it's yeah. it's delicious it's yeah. so good <laughs> so. Okay, okay so that's you, a great category you're just like yeah. bam but ultimately do you stand or do you feel scammed by it no mm. i stand stand so yeah. hardcore <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah, like, like oh it's is that healthy? I should try it for professional reasons. <laughs> right now, for me, it's like, is this monk fruit thing going to taste like that monk fruit sweetened thing? That's yeah, what there always is yes with monk yes, fruit. Yes, always. Yep. <laughs> always. <laughs> it's always the same. That's the worst flavor ever. <laughs> but for me right stevia, now, it's better maybe. than stevia. Yeah, yeah, stevia. Yeah. You can smell from a mile away, man. Yeah, it's yeah, stevia. The stevia stuff, yeah. yeah obviously, allulose. Done... Allulose is the future, right? Allulose. Yeah. Oh, That's what that magic is in Magic Spoon. Yeah. It's oh, right, like, right, right. It's now it's starting to pop up and everything. Isn't yeah. that the one that has fiber? It has fiber that goes along with it? Oh, yeah. it makes you great? shit. It's like, it's, the... like I was gonna say, it's, <laughs> it's poop cereal. That's what we're talking That's about. good. Yeah. Just like Olipop is Olipop is the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
exactly. Oh, that's, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. If you, will, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, just be careful. Um, remember, <laughs> if, pop is, makes you is pop. There a bathroom? Is that what you said? <laughs> makes <Yeah>. you poop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ollie poop. I love it. <laughs> Ollie poop. True. I mean, tastes great though. <laughs> Worth the GI distress. So, on that note, haunted cart. I have one thing that's like a genuine, truly just want, but it's too expensive for me to pull the trigger. Which okay. is a perfect haunted thing. Yeah, that's just spooky. It's a cart. Versa climber. Okay. Do y'all know what a Versa climber is? I do. Yeah. No. Why it do you is want a. That? Okay, so I have a very bad back. Yeah. Classic dad thing to say, I know. But I really, really genuinely have a terrible back. My dad has a bad back. My mom had a bad back. It's embarrassing. So impact-driven exercising is hard for me. So like right. running like always hurts my Not back. for you. Mm. Yeah. But like what cardio do I do then? And I really don't like rowing. I think rowing is evil. And so I discovered this amazing thing called the Versa Climber, which is like... Basically, you're moving your hands like this, and your legs are also moving. Have you been to Rise Nation in LA, where they have? I have been to a Rise Nation because I very much love like this workout. It destroys you, and it like it you do the cardio, but, but there's it no impact. Hurt your back? It hurts my it's back like perfect. so much. Oh my god, uh, okay. fascinating. See, I would have guessed for you thing. that you should go old old school, bring the elliptical back into fashion. It's a solid machine. It's low impact. But True. this, this, this is, but this is the full body. This right. ain't just your legs. This is the right. full thing. That's true. And and I'm also like very obsessed with Bob Iger, who was CEO mm. of Disney, and he mm-hmm. always talks about his Versa climber. So I'm like into the <laughs> okay. Versa climber, but it okay. cost way too much money. How much are you talking? It's like thirty five hundred bucks. It'll come down. Just give it a few. And it's not like a cool <laughs> brand. So that's my number one. Okay. Number two. And so wait, it, not Peloton though, because Peloton can be, I guess that's not always good for if you have a lower back issue. I have to be careful. I had the chance to work with Peloton early on and help them with some of their content strategy. Shocker. <laughs> and uh, I love a good Peloton, um, but I am not a huge spinner. <laughs> I think it's because I want to get my arms involved. You got to get your arms involved. You, know? you need them. <laughs> You're important. That's what your five you know? minute mini weight interlude yeah. is for. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. They have good content on their platform. Like they have a great variety of classes on their actual subscription. I will hand that to them. Peloton, they crush it. Yeah, yeah no, all their con- I mean, I don't want to lay any claim to it, but they did a great job and built a great. They did a lot of things right. Maybe one thing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Just one. Because, but it was a big it was a big one, but they did. It was the big. Unfortunately, it was the big one, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but they did a lot of other things really right. Uh I agree. I uh really want to buy new workout underwear. Oh. Okay. Do we have a brand in mind or are we just like we're looking we're So seeking. here's the problem. I use my old underwear for my workout underwear. Okay, okay. interesting. Seems hard baggy. to buy old <laughs> yeah underwear so yeah i mean i so i keep wanting to switch to new cool underwear but i am not ready to pull the trigger i'm curious what's the uh, underwear are also very expensive they're really expensive i especially mean men's athletic underwear like lulu yeah under armor like, like un- 36 like bucks i think yeah so that's on my list more massages is always on my haunted mm, cart mm-hmm, list mm-hmm. like for real are uh, you like uh you want them to come to you or you want to go to them do you need uh, do you need an experience 
like mm. an atmosphere or are mm. you just like about when you say experience you mean like yeah, i need it to be someone french yeah um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So french masseuse specifically mm-hmm. i think them visiting me sounds good um i we did that a lot in new york but like when life gets hectic that's it's like super weird <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine if you're like alone right right like yeah. uh but now i have to go somewhere else i actually yesterday went to a new place here in austin called austin deep which is a weird name, okay. but very well, on brand <laughs> must for be hard Austin. for their love, but okay. <laughs> and they do deep tissue massage, deep tissue massage, deep tissue massage. Yeah. I don't know why I said it three times, but I'm confused. <laughs> it was amazing. And I want to go back, but again, expensive. Mm. And why don't we just use all of our money to invest in uh, our wellness? And the answer is we also have to like buy food to sustain yourself, you know, mm. and you have to get a couch for the outside because that's what the, you know, that's couches, the they eat up a lot in the budget <laughs> and outdoor yeah. furniture is very expensive. Yeah, that is a scam for sure. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> that's a uh, outdoor furniture yeah any furniture can be outdoors if you just put it outdoors no, yeah okay. <laughs> the pr- the price point it's not i agree the material oh. sure but the intense price surge on outdoor furniture that makes sense. you know why then because of all the plastic because outdoors is where everyone wants to be now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out that prices are led by demand. Damn it. That's how it works. No, yeah. No, it's, it's, I think it's supply chain stuff, actually. But um, my wife worked in the industry uh, and uh, she talks a lot about outdoor stuff. Um, she does, runs a rug company, oh, which cool. I stand, lumihome.com. Check it out. Oh, hey. we will. We are rug people. What is it? Yeah, we are. It's called LumiHome.com, L-O-O-M-Y. Oh, cool. And it is right. worth checking out. She, right. They're all sustainable, loom-to-room rugs. She's amazing. Awesome. And they have all kinds of like outdoor rugs, too, which is great. Awesome. Maybe that. Hell yeah. Added to, Hell, added to yeah. my haunted part. Sounds amazing. An outdoor rug, you feel like you've... That's a really elevated it. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it's no outdoor shower. That's true success. Yeah, but the outdoor rug is a big step in that direction. Yes, it is. <laughs> You're on your. What way. if you had a shower above the rug? That wouldn't even make sense. But that's <laughs> or or a rug just outside of the shower. So when you step out, you can wipe off your little feet. Mm. Oh, and it's so soft, and it never so gets elite. dirty. <laughs> so what about an outdoor sauna? Is that on your mm. haunted cart? Because I feel like in order to live in Austin, you need to either have an outdoor sauna or you need to have um, an, like ice an ice plunge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. An ice plunge. It is on my list, but I, it's like, who has the time for this stuff? <laughs> yeah, you have to organize. If I'm going to buy a thing, I need to do it regularly. Yeah. I promise, internet world, if I get a VersaClimber, I will use it regularly. If you get me an ice bath, I will maybe use it twice in yeah. June, <laughs> once in July, and then never open it again. That is how most people in LA interact with their pools, despite what you That's might true. think. I get it. Well, there's so much fun things to do in LA. But so many I'm... other fun pools to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many better yeah. pools. <laughs> I lived, I grew up in Miami, and uh, which is a small town in the southeastern United States. <laughs> and um, in Miami, a couple years, my family and I moved, were living like in like a building, but right on the water, basically, and right near the ocean. Like we would just walk out and like basically be at the ocean. And we never went to the ocean. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just hang that up works. by the pool. Yeah. yeah. Our this carts are wonderful. now haunted thoroughly yes. by yours. Perfect. Like secondhand haunting. We I love that. it too. How can people sign up for Ness and when is everything oh, yeah. launching so that they can get in on it? <laughs> uh, Ness.com and uh, it's like wellness, but flipped wellness.com. <laughs> Check it out. Cool. Yeah. You can go sign up there off of the wait list um, to start hearing from us and then uh, stay tuned. Uh, we should have a new like card page for you to sign up for in the next couple of weeks with more information about the card, which is exciting. And then, uh, and then people will, you know, the public will have it in their hands by the end of the year. Hell yeah. I can't wait to get mine. Cool. Can't wait. Thank you. This was so Thanks so much, Derek. This was so fun. Good For You is produced by yours truly, Wallace Miller Blanchard. Our theme song is by Parallel Dance Ensemble. And our wonderful editing is done by Softer Sound Studio. You can find more information about at the link in our show notes.